Welcome to the Grit and Grace podcast, where we take on life with a whole lot of grit and a little bit of grace. Like never before would I talk about my size either because that's embarrassing. And now I'm like, I'm a size 16 and I feel really great. Those pants are fitting and they're actually starting to get loose. So, hey, I'm on my way to a 14. Am I there yet? No. But yeah. will I get there? Yes. And then yeah. will I hopefully get down to a 12? Sure. But if I don't, is that okay? Yes. Because now, just like with the food, the number is no restriction like it's not going to bind me anymore. I don't mm-hmm. care what size I am as long as it fits right. And again, I remember people saying these things and being like, nah, you yeah. have to actually still care. There's no way, no way. But again, it's that breaking that, like, I don't care what size I wear as long as it looks yeah. good, feels good. That clip was from our guest this week, Chandice Propes. Chandice is the bubbly personality behind this vivacious life. She is a food and entertaining blogger and a co-author of Gluten-Free on a Budget. Chandice has been featured in print and online publications, most notably Mingle Magazine, Women's World, and Country Living Magazine. As someone with celiac disease and a degree in health and science, she has led the charge in hosting celiac awareness nights with the MLB and NBA teams around the nation, raising money for research. While she loves to cook and entertain, Chandice loves being a wife and mother most, and she's my sister. I'm so excited to have her on the episode this week because I have just that heart-to-heart and a sister chat go. We go from one end of the spectrum to the other. We discuss motherhood, we're working in quarantine, that includes our schedules, what's working for her, plus getting back to her roots of cycling. I'm really wanting one of those bikes now. I think I'm going to order me one. (laughs) And I am so proud of Chandice. She shares her discovery of her disordered eating she came to terms with while she was in the hospital on bed rest in 2019 and how she's working with a therapeutic dietitian, what she's done to work through it, and the tips that she's learned along the way. I'm so proud of her for sharing her story and recently opening up on Instagram about this, as well as sharing her story with buying a size that's actually her size, which we discuss, which I think so many women can relate to. I know I definitely did. We also discuss social media and how we're trying not to waste hours and other people's time while posting or being on social media. And we just talk about getting older and all the things that sisters discuss. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on this episode. And if you are just looking to have a heart to heart with someone or no girlfriend, you are not alone when it comes to trying on your clothes and feeling frustrated or just always feeling so frustrated with food and your relationship with it. This is definitely the episode to listen to. So while we get deep and we discuss all those things... We also have some lightheartedness and just giggle together like sisters do. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you haven't reached out to your sister or your best friend or your mom, I encourage you to do so and just connect with them. There's something that you have with your siblings or your loved ones that you just don't have with anyone else. And that's all the time (laughs) and all the giggles. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Back that I'm even doing this, the kids, I was like, Jax, I have a call. He's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, listen, mom has to do some normal things again. Yeah. And it's just nice to, to visit. Yeah. I know I told Cooper, I'm like, okay, cause like, how do I do this? But it's been nice. And so, and Coop's old enough and they just play it. So right now they have, they're setting up his turkey blind (laughs) Oh, uh (laughs) and they have, Uh and he just walked by with the decoy. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm going to go practice my turkey calling. They're in a pretty, so in the background room right here. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. That was good. 
they're yeah I'm like Hold on, I'm gonna <laughs> they're at a pretty good age to be able to be like okay I need a little bit of time go mm-hmm. ahead and play for an hour you know yeah they are they're good and that's I'm like you can always come in and ask or whatever but an hour and outside they do really well it's when it's raining yeah. it's until it's they bring that snake <laughs> yeah Cooper wouldn't Rivers might I don't know I was, well I'm glad we get to talk because I've missed you I know and we need to it's just like we do you know I think just existing right now is is like is it existing just existing is mm-hmm. like is like all of your energy emotionally physically mentally mm-hmm. yeah I'm yeah. like what are we even like spending our days like why are we so quote busy but it's not that we're busy it's that we're living do you know what I mean mm-hmm. we are living, living and so to stop and like send emails and to stop and do stuff, it, it takes a lot of like effort. Yeah. I don't know. Just because this is such a, but it's really nice. Cause it's like, this is what life must've been like 30 years ago. Well, do you remember me saying like, if I had one wish, I would take away all technology, mm-hmm. like every, so that it was literally just back to the way it was like phone calls. I want to be able to fo- call on the phone, mm-hmm. but I would take away all other technology. But I, but I don't want to just do it alone. I want everyone to do it. <laughs> everyone needs to commit with me. I think yeah. like, and that's kind of, I talked about is Cooper a week before it all went down. We were talking about how we kind of feel like we don't get enough time together because same thing, your kids are busy and stuff. And now I'm like, oh, cool. Got that wish. Who rubbed the, yeah. like the lamp? Cause <laughs> yes. And then it's like that gift. Who's your teacher next year? I hope it's not me. <laughs> Right, me too. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Long is not nice next Mrs. year. Mrs. Long is not teaching next year. She's no. retired. She has retired. Uh, yeah, I it's feel like been... at this point, why are we still even doing school? Come on, just let them be <laughs> Totally. Are you guys like on a strict schedule of school or do they just have to get stuff finished? They just have to get stuff finished and my boys yeah. can finish it in an hour. And so I'm like, cool. oh, that's nice. Like, that's I don't, nice. they're like, you should be spending about two hours for school. And I'm like, now if they can get it done in an hour I don't care yeah that's nice so they usually get done in about an hour hour and a half so like they have assignments they have to do and then suggested 30 minutes on Redbird. okay so suggested means no Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) 30 minutes of independent reading yeah we do that anyway I'm not gonna put it all in a block of the first week was and I that's I told Cody I'm like homeschool is no joke and I don't know how I'm gonna do this because yeah, it was same thing. It was like four hours of work, but then the hard part was too, is they're doing everything on a Google doc and they're having to type, but he's yeah. just barely starting to learn to type right now too, right? They're right. just learning the placement. So then I felt bad for him because he knows the answers, but then he's putting a new task in that he has to do too. So he's trying to type and I was just like, this is going to be awful. As they're chicken pecking A, uh-huh. F. Uh-huh. like here <laughs> yeah I know I'm like oh my gosh but yeah and it the first few weeks and then I think they've kind of realized how to make it it's obviously improved over time but it is it ranges anywhere from like two to three hours and now we're down to one computer so yeah that's that's hard I know mm-hmm. we're just well Lucy we have three kids doing it and so yeah. and I have two computers so Lucy, hers just is whenever. So Miss Katie will call her once a week and do a call. And she's like, so did you see my, and Lucy's like, no, we didn't do school. I'm like, shh, don't tell the truth. <laughs> just pretend. Just, just pretend, pretend like you're not. And I'm like, sorry, Miss Katie, we're a couple days behind. 
that's how Rivers is too. They send like a video and stuff, and it's like when Cooper's Listen. doing stuff and he's ready. I'm like, okay, we did Rivers on like Saturday last week. Yes, you're like, listen, the little preschooler gets last priority. Mm-hmm. You're fine. And half the time he's sitting by Cooper watching the videos and stuff anyways. I'm like, he's he's learning third grade stuff. He's learning. He's got it. He doesn't need preschool. Yeah, totally. Do you feel like you've you found like a schedule or are you guys just trying to survive with it all? We found a new schedule since I started getting back into fitness. So, oh, you know, that's good. So I got my degree in exercise and health wellness, and I used to teach like eight spin classes a week, remember? Yeah. I, and when you were pregnant, right? Didn't you with Jax? Yes, I did. Even up until Madden. I was doing my Monday morning 5 a.m. spin class up until my second. I can just see you too, like spinning and yelling, <laughs> like, I'm pregnant. I can do this. Come on, ladies. Yeah. Yes. And that's how it was. And so, and I was teaching like eight spin classes a week, going to school. Well, before that, but I was going to school at ASU, Arizona State, getting that degree. So it was super fun. Lots of fitness. I was teaching Pilates. I was teaching private Pilates at the Phoenician at that Five yes. Diamond Resort in Scottsdale. And I was teaching aqua class. Remember to all the little grandmas? Yes. And that was like your favorite too, wasn't it? I loved it. I loved it. And so I was like, okay, that's, so that's a huge, huge deal for me. Like that's part of what made me me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I have not done spin for a long, long time. I mean, my oldest is 11 now. And so we actually got here. I'll show you. Um, actually there. Yeah. We got this bike. Ah, fun. I've been wanting one. Where did you find your bike? So it's pro form. So there's pro-form. like the Peloton, right, which yeah. is like the one highly marketed, but pro form is basically the same thing. It's just, it's been around for, it's like the Nordic track of Peloton. I <laughs> so, like it. Yeah. So it's actually made by Nordic track. So they're the same family, but pro form. This is the Tour de France one, which wasn't any more expensive. It was like, a, it was like a quarantine special where their, I, their live classes, the iFit membership is like 39 a month. And you get all these live classes. So like yesterday I biked through Norway. The day before that I biked through like Venezuela. That's what I need. You can like kind of get out, but not. And you know what I think of when I think of that too? The proposal. When she's at the beginning, when she's biking through everything. And then she actually (laughs) rides a bike and she's like miserable. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's exactly, it's totally different. You know, it's not quite the same. It's super fun. And so I love, and you can do studio classes. You can bike through different places. You can do hills. You can do mountains road, whatever. And then the TV swivels and then you can get your mat on the floor and do strength training. Oh, that's it's amazing. so cool. Yeah. So they have strength training that they walk you through. I did abs and arms the other day. So I did my bike and there's little weights on the back of the bike. So anyways, it's $39 a month for the iFit membership. And if you did three years of that, then you got the bike for the bike was just for free, which is like a $1,500 bike. Wait, and what? Like, you know, Are they yeah. still doing that? You it might want to check pro form. Um, I think it was just on pro. Form. That's what I'm gonna be doing after we get off because I've been okay. wanting one. Hey, yeah, it's for free, and you can choose the treadmill, the bike, or the elliptical, and they all have the live fitness classes and everything. And I was it's like, you know like thirty nine dollars a month. Thirty nine a month, and you know what? I said to Josh, I said my gym membership is twenty nine a month plus fifteen per kid, so I'm paying sixty dollars at this going how many times a month? And this yeah. I could do whenever. I think it's like, it's, it's like they run, they do run your credit because it's kind of like a, it's a recurring, like it's yeah. like a credit card, but not. Do but you know that's I mean? good because I need to like in-house credit. And I'm very proud. I'm at that point in my life now at 31 years old that I, <laughs> you do it. You have I actually like I have credit and it's not that bad. Like no, it's actually so good. good. 
you're an adult. I'm an adult. I've done did it. I've done did it. I can buy well, myself a bike. Yes. And that, you know, that was the cool thing is I was like, you know, $39 a month, that's way less than my, that's way less than my gym membership with the kids. Only $10 more without the kids, but who goes without? I mean, what am I yeah. supposed to do with them if I don't take them? And so it's nice because I can just, the baby's, um, so the baby's bassinet is right there by the bike. Yeah, I so saw that. Baby's That's bassinet. so nice. And I just put him in it and ride away. And sometimes I get a 15 minute ride. And yeah. then in other days I can get a 45 minute ride. Totally. You know? Yeah. And so it's nice. But that has been my favorite thing because it got me back into, because mm. I'm either an all or nothing person. And yeah. it, and lately it's been nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so since November, since bed rest, and then since then it's been like, I'm just going to sit on, you see me I'm on the same spot on my couch all the time, just holding the baby. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is not good for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like good. emotionally. I know. I'm like, there's yeah. going to be a day when she's like sitting there and she's like, oh no. Uh, like, yeah. All of a sudden you realize you're still there. <laughs> I think the moment is like, all of a sudden you see yourself for where you're really at. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't mind being a bigger size. We've talked about this and yeah. I don't mind being a bigger size, but I do mind being sedentary and like not being totally. active and not being able to breathe when I'm playing or not be able to mm -hmm. keep up with the kids. And so since I started this, this kind of gave me my oomph back and it may be something different for other people. But for me, it was the bike because that's what is part of my soul. Yeah. And I told Josh, there's that law of specificity, which means you may be an amazing bike rider, but a crappy runner. And that's okay because your yeah. body only knows like those, like it, you have to train those different things, you mm. know? And so for me, it all came flooding back when I got back on that bike. I'm like, oh, ah! I love that. That's like the feeling I got. Remember when I joined CrossFit last year and I was just yes. like, so euphoric about it because for one, I'm not like a people person as much as I love talking to people. <laughs> like I just... I have yeah. people that I enjoy, but it was so nice to get with like-minded people and to same thing where it was like athletic training mm -hmm. that took me back to like my <laughs> yeah. roots, right? And like gymnastics yes. and stuff like that. And that's, I was just like, this is so fun. Like it hurts so good, but like, I'm so happy yeah. at the same time. So well, you almost feel so like happy. a crazy person when those flood, flood you again for the first time. Like the first day my kids were like, who is this person? Cause I was like, I turning on the radio, here comes the sun. <laughs> you really like, do. Wow. You know what I mean? So I was sitting there after my first bike ride and I could feel the, the endorphins. I could literally feel them flooding through my body. And I was like, this is why people are crazy about fitness. It feels better than any stinking drug ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally. And, and all day you're a whole, yes, like, you're, you're the time. best version of you. Yes. I'm like, this has to be what, what is the best drug out there? I don't know what people are talking about. That has to be what it feels like. <laughs> like a mixture of, what is it? Like, what do they say? Like Molly and crack or something something yeah. that like gives you a super upper but then makes you feel really good and then no like, that's yeah. gotta be what it feels I think you already know this about me but I don't wear shorts I haven't mm -hmm. worn shorts for years because I have really chubby knees and I say that me too this like, is like a genetic like I hate my knees if we could be like chubby it's yes. just like the inside of our knee like has a bulge <laughs> it does and do you know what I'm so I'm glad I know you get this but yes, and I like, think it was just me, but I will tell you what the doctor said to me in the hospital. Okay. I was like, yes. Okay. So I'm like on bed rest mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm worried because they had those things, those things on my legs to make sure I'm not getting blood clots uh -huh. and everything circulating. And I call my doctor in and she's this spunky, feisty little, um, 
Chinese lady and she is so cute and she's teeny and she comes in and she's just a spitfire. And I said, you know what? There's this little bulge on the front of my, like uh, just under my knee. And I said, I'm wondering, I'm worried that it might be a little blood clot starting or something. And she goes, she feels it. And she goes, you know what? I think it's just chubby knees. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, okay. And she goes, I'll check for it. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just chubby knees. I'm like, okay. And so she checked and then she came back in, she came back in and she said, what did I tell you? Chubby knees. <laughs> I'm like, good thing I'm not easily offended. Great. Awesome. Seriously. Yeah. Like I already yeah. had this thought, but now a doctor has confirmed it. No, I have doctor diagnosed chubby knees. <laughs> So, so yeah, and it is funny because I actually have more stretch marks on the back of my knees and the side of my knees from being pregnant five times mm-hmm. than, than my stomach. That is just sad. That's so interesting. I wonder it's crazy. Like, genetically. So, yeah, but these. grandma had that too. Yeah, she that. did. And like, even when she was just tiny. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. Through her knees and her knees were always, there was that bulge on the side, like we talked about. I know. And so for me, I was like, okay, I've never worn shorts. I own one pair of shorts and it's a pregnancy pair. So it has a band up to my boobs, you know? <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. So I finally decided, you know what? I live in a place when it's I was going to say, it is hot where you summer. live. Yeah. It is. And I cannot wear dresses every single day. No. I mean, I have lots of dresses, but at this point in my life too, I feel like I don't know. Dresses are just, I love dresses. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I'm like, okay, I have four boys. I need to be a little bit more. Sporty. That's what I think of when I, when I look at dresses. I'm like, that would be comfy and cute and look like I'm dressed. But then I'm like, I think about chasing rivers around or like yeah. him being like, Oh, like crawling through my dress or something for yeah. some reason. You know what I mean? Or having yeah. to hold up my dress as I run. And that just doesn't work. So I never end up buying them because I'm like, I will, I'll wear it and end up taking it off. Right, it'll be inconvenient. Right. Yeah. It's not very, it's not very conducive to like being active with kids. Mm-mm. And so I was like, okay, I've got to get shorts. I need to figure this out. But the problem is, is that the shorts, like I do the ones, the like Bermuda shorts mm-hmm. and those hit right on the chubby knee. Yeah. I would never just, like, I don't need to. Reason. And yeah, yeah. like <laughs> the bike like, shorts, the long bike shorts. I'm like, no, because it'll just squeeze right there and make it even worse. And that's exactly what they do. So I told myself, I said, you know what? I bet if I got a bigger size, it wouldn't do that. Yeah. And you know what? What size am I truly right now? Okay. And I will say, I've recently read this book, which I highly recommend called It Was Me All Along. Mm-hmm. And it's a best-selling autobiography about this awesome girl who um, she ended up losing 135 oh. pounds naturally but what she found was she was more depressed and more upset, right. tiny than big, because she didn't heal her mind first. Because she mm. had some binge eating, which is mm-hmm. what I recently in the past year have been um, working with a therapeutic dietitian who specializes in eating disorders. I hadn't known what it was. I just knew that I had issues with food. And one yeah. of my sweet friends one day said to me, have you ever thought about that you may have disordered eating? And I, I think hearing it in that regard rather than eating disorder, but rather disordered eating made more sense to me. Yeah, that's true. Putting it in that, that order. And right. it doesn't sound so scary maybe. Right. It sounds more approachable. Yeah. I'm disordered eating. Right. Right. And not surrounded with like shame almost, I guess. Exactly. And that's what she's like, I wonder because, and so then I bought that book in, um, 
Eating in the Light of the Moon, which I really loved. And I also bought the book. I'll have, I'll just send that one to you. I don't yeah, know send it to called. me. I can link it below. Okay. But it was a workbook that really talked to me about what maybe my struggles were with, with food. Uh-huh. Um, and it really opened my eyes to the fact that I do have disordered eating and mine specifically is binge eating disorder. So I mm-hmm. never purged and I wasn't addicted to exercise, but I would binge until I was physically sick. Like I yeah. literally, my stomach had stretched to capacity that it was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I noticed I would do it mostly at night or when I was stressed or things like that. But it was like, like five, six, 7,000 calorie binges. You know what I mean? And my punishment was having to sit in it. A lot of other people, you know, would purge or exercise. And my consequence was having to sit and fill it. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. And so, but talking with this wonderful therapist, I've been able to pinpoint why some of those would start. And now I haven't had a binge in a long time and it feels so great. It feels so great. But part of that was Anyways, healing the mental side first. And so in that book, she said, then she had to go back and do the work and she gained a little bit of weight back because what she was at, what she'd gotten down to wasn't healthy either. And she talked about how just our mental, we need to be okay with food as food. Carrot is not good. And, you know, uh, potato chips are not bad. Mm -hmm. Food is food. And, and we need to be able, she went to Italy and was able to eat pasta and olive oil and butter and like all these amazing things. And she actually ended up losing weight because she was graceful with herself to be like, eat, you know? And once you open the door to that, nothing is off limits. I mean, I have celiac disease, so I can't eat gluten, but that's like, I have celiac disease, you know? And, but for me, when nothing becomes off limits or I should limit my carbs, I should limit my fat, the first thing you want to do is binge, you know? Mm And so making everything available, I, I've had pasta and I'm, the baby weight is coming off slower than normal, but I know it's going to stay off because totally, I'm not going to be like going back to anything. This is my lifestyle, you know? Yeah. yeah. I and love so hearing really that. Fun. That makes it's me so cool. happy for you because I've seen so much over the years, the back and forth. Yes. With yes. It all. I mean, You've seen me shut in a bathroom eating a bag of Doritos. Mm, yeah. You saw that. What did. did you say? What smell reminds you of me? Chandis smells like Doritos and ranch. <laughs> right. And if my breath smelled like Doritos, that was like, oh, it's my sister. Oh, I know it did. I'm like, every time someone opens a bag of Doritos and you get that like warm woof of a smell of a Dorito. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh, that's like my Chandis. sister's breath. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and memories. Exactly. I remember in the bathroom eating Doritos mm-hmm. and like when I would come stay for the weekend, dad oh. buying like this massive gallon thing of ranch. Mm-hmm. I mean, and before me, because that's how much I ate and I loved it. But so being able to say that was the biggest thing is my mind and my body coming together and saying, I'm never going to do this to you again. I promise you. And it's taken over a year for my, my body to trust myself. Like you sure you're not going to take it away again and and nothing i'll never ever put it on a diet again so I've, i'm happy to say as of february i have for the first time in 20 years have not been on a diet for over for a year february was one year the, the longest i've ever not been on a diet in 20 years that's wild it's so crazy it's so and that crazy. makes me and so happy for you cuz i can just see too yeah. it's nice to be able to talk to you i think as well and have 
open conversations about food and things and just, and it be a healthy conversation about it where you're fueling your body and you're taking care of it. But it's not like you're not stewing on the fact of what do I need to take away? I'm not doing this. It's not moving. Like it was, there was always so much negativity put with that instead of the positivity of fueling your body. And like, you know what? It's slowly working and that's okay. It, it really, it's been amazing. And honestly, do you know how much I used to fixate on food? I just eat breakfast and I would think about what was for lunch. I would think about what was for dinner. We would plan our vacations around food before we make our dinner reservations before we had airline tickets, you know? Yeah. And I still love food, but it's no longer an all encompassing. And that's what that book talked about. The one that I told you about where she, yeah. it was me all along. And she said, even when I was skinny, it was still an obsessive thing in my head about yeah. food but this time instead of binging it was counting calories you know right and am I eating good or bad blah, blah, blah. and once you let that go and until you cross that invisible barrier mm -hmm. you don't it's like oh I'm still thinking about it okay because clearly it's not been completely trusted that it's gonna you can eat anything whenever you want it's not yeah and you do go through a honeymoon phase I will say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Yay, like, me and yeah, food. And you go crazy because you're like, woohoo, we kid in the candy store. Because <laughs> because what has happened in the past when you've allowed yourself, it was always contingent on, okay, enjoy because it's starting Monday, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. And so you do naturally just go crazy because that's, it's just habitual, you know? Yeah. And so you do go through a few months where you're like, oh wait, are we taking it away yet? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Last one. No, I'm shoving it. You know? Yeah. And once you finally trust yourself, then it's crazy. Food is, I don't think about food hardly ever now. I mean, I still do because I love food and I'm a food blogger. So right. <laughs> I think about it in like, okay, what are we going to be making this week to update for the blog? Not what's my next meal? You know yeah, what I mean? right. Yeah. It's and you can, you can take a bite and enjoy it for what it is instead of indulging. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yes. And I've enjoyed everything that we've made during quarantine we've been baking a ton yesterday we made this banana black bottom pie it was phenomenal mm -hmm. and it was delicious and I there's no you can only have one slice you can only have this it's have whatever you want but because of that mindset you just I remember when people would say well I only have a few bites and then I'm done and I'd be like yeah right they're lying or yeah. something's wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you you're unique right Right. But once the freedom comes to truly be able to like food, it's not, it's, it's not going to hold me down anymore. Then you can have as much as you want. I had a few bites of the pie last night. It was delicious. I'll have more today. No big deal. You know, there yeah. are no rules. Last night I did want chips and salsa before I went to bed. I had some chips and salsa before I went to bed, but you had some, not the whole bag in the whole jar. The whole yeah. Right. And most nights I don't do that because I feel better when I don't and I've noticed now this morning I haven't felt terribly hungry because of that yeah. so that's fine do I have to hurry and eat breakfast right at 7 a.m no mm -hmm. it's fine to eat at 10 if that's what I feel it's been really freeing that's awesome I'm so happy for you and after even you had like talked about that I had realized when I give myself the grace to not be on a diet or be tracking or doing this or that that's when same thing I'm like at my happiest I'm not binging and, and I'm actually, my body's feeling better and I'm usually end up looking my best and feeling yes. my best. I notice my, my body composition is completely different. And so mm -hmm. after you and I had spoke about that and I was like, oh yeah, I haven't been like on a diet or tracking or whatever, but I'm like, but I'm like, I'm still continuing to lose and I feel really good. I'm like, huh. I, I agree with you because it's the same way <laughs> when I'm like, I'm cutting out carbs and all of a sudden all I want are carbs. 
and at yes. night, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but it is, it's a learning process. It is. And what works for you and your body. For sure. There's different phases. And so like the, my friend just gave me her mom bottles tomatoes and they're so good fresh garden tomatoes and so the past couple days i've been having a bowl of pasta every day for lunch like the good italian gluten-free pasta like jovial and do you know what i remember pulling the pasta out of the box and there's six servings in a box and before i'd be like uh there's two servings in a box are you kidding me like there's no six servings in here well i cooked up just because i was like let's see what that is so i cooked up the amount of the six servings and it was a full bowl of pasta and it was delicious because I topped it with tons of Parmesan mm-hmm. cheese and the tomatoes and tons of fresh basil and it was delicious and filling and wonderful. But it's funny how the portions changed too. And it was still yeah. a huge bowl of pasta, Yeah, you know? Well, and I feel a big bowl of pasta. And I think you need like people forget for me, if I'm always putting vegetables with what I'm yeah. eating, that changes like, oh, this portion size actually does work. And my body feel, I feel better. I'm digesting better mm-hmm. and I'm full longer. And yeah. overall, like my skin, my body, everything is so much better. And I think people forget to like, why are people not eating their vegetables? But it's so oh, easy right. to be like pasta sandwich. Like, yes. you know and what I'm I mean? Vegetables. I'm not a big fruit person, but I love vegetables. When I was a little girl, I'd come home from school and open a can of pickled beets and eat them. Remember? Mm-hmm. I'm such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like I no, love, I love beets. I do too. So does I dad. Yes. I love things that taste like dirt. <laughs> Me too. Like super earthy. I'm like, mm, I can taste it. I know. Yes. So I like agree. when I was in Ukraine and all the girls were like, eh, borscht. I'm like, borscht. Yes. <laughs> Yum. Give me all the earth. Give me all the earth. I know. I actually buy fresh herbs every grocery trip just in the happen chance that I will need fresh sage or fresh and I do try to find ways to use them mm-hmm. but I like having them on hand lemons yeah. fresh okay and that's mm-hmm. the other thing too I, I love will tell you. lemon yeah when people used to be like I'll just drizzle a little olive oil and some squeeze of mm-hmm. lemon on my salad I'm like what is wrong with you yeah. something is wrong with you because you don't lemons. do salad without ranch yeah and then this <laughs> happened and I have that bottle of olive oil from Italy from their 2019 press oh. I'm like you know what I see what people are talking about now. Yeah. And when you grate fresh Parmesan, Parmesan on your mm. salad, you don't need the American ranch. You want the olive oil and the lemon and, and it's so fresh. salami. And yes. So anyways, yeah, I remember thinking what is wrong with people, but now I'm like, that's what I want. I want fresh. I want lemon mm. over everything. I Josh is like, lemon. you put lemon yeah. on these potatoes? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, lemon on everything. I agree. I'm the same way. I love lemon. And I think two people forget seasoning. I mean, you can change a piece of fish and chicken and meat or whatever, or your salad just with the seasoning. Just with the seasoning. I know everything changes. And I will say, so with all of this, there is a learning curve because it's funny when I order, when I eat out now, I still order like someone who has disordered eating. I still order that way. I still order two appetizers, a big, a big entree a salad and it's and josh it's so funny because he's so cute he's like oh my goodness there you there's lots lots here to try for all of us huh and i'm like yeah i just wanted to get lots of different variety he's never condescending or meaner he's like okay cool sounds good yeah but i think it's funny because i order four meals and everyone else orders one you know what i mean (laughs) and it's because i still have i think there's still some things to work through mentally like that mentality wise of I'm not eating it all, but I still order it all. 
And then what I do is I end up putting in the fridge and I have leftovers now for four days, which normally would have been that meal plus the binge that night. And so I've got to learn to do, to order differently now. I've got to figure that out. I did my very first order the other night where I just ordered the salad that I love and the soup. And I was like, what is happening? What's going on? (laughs) And I was able to, and and that my belly was full. It was delicious. It was Mm -hmm. wonderful. But that was the first time I'd ever not like, wait, what? I'm not ordering like a full entree with this too. I ordered the salad and the soup because I love the soup and I love salad. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, that's, that's something that I think it's funny. There's all these different levels of learning when you're coming off of something like that. I, I have moments like that where I do, where I get what I would normally get. And then I only eat like half. Yeah. And then I, as I'm like putting it away, I'm like, wow, I would have, I would have ate that and then still been picking at Cody's. Yes. So it's kind of, and you got to like celebrate those moments. Like good for me. That's awesome. And I feel good. I'm full. I've taken care of my body and I'm improving. Yes. And it's because you say, Hey, if you want this later, you can have it later, but we're going to take it home now because we're full. We don't need to force it in. And that's literally, I would force it until I was so sick. I would leave everywhere sick everywhere. (sighs) And so then the whole, then what happened on vacation is I'd be miserable the whole time because food was the focus. So I wasn't actually enjoying the vacation you know? And so it is, it's fun to open those doors. And so, you know, going back to the, the, the pant size thing, it was like, okay, same mentality. We can wear whatever we need to wear. What feels comfortable? Are we a size eight right now? No, not even close. Are we as in a size 10? Let's face reality. No, we're not a size 10. Okay. What size of shorts do we think? Let's just go crazy. Let's just, you know, I really think I'll be comfortable in the 16s. Yeah. And I got the 16 and they felt really great. That's awesome. They fit how they were supposed to fit. And since I've been doing the bike, just in a week, I've noticed the buttons getting a little easier to put in. Things are getting a little more loose. I'm like, okay, cool. But at least I'm in a size. Are you telling to? At least I'm in a size that feels good. And I'm not like, because that's what I said. I'm like, why would I buy summer clothes that I can't fit into until November? Yeah. That's stupid. It is dumb. <laughs> you know? Well, and then you get those things and then it just starts that cycle all over again, I feel like, right? You put on that oh. and then it's like, wait, this is not working. I'm not in what I was however many years ago. Like, right. I'm going to, now the binge starts all over again. It starts all over again because you're like, okay, if I can just lose that. And that's what my, the therapeutic dietitian she said, mm-hmm. you will always have that mentality. Just mm-hmm. one more diet, just one more to lose mm-hmm. this last 10 and then we'll be good. No, it, your body will get to a place that it's supposed to be at naturally if you do it the right way. And it will probably take me two years to lose the excess that I've gained in binging. Mm -hmm. But at least then after that two years, I'm free. And I don't have to feel like I, I'm going to bounce right back because I did it the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? I will have lost what was meant to be lost for my body. And maybe I won't be a size eight again. Maybe I'll just sit around a 12 and that'll be great. And that's okay, but that you have okay. to be okay with that. So right now, I am loud and proud. I'm in a size 16, and guess what? It feels great. It yes. feels so good, and I'm wearing shorts for the first time in, what, 10 years? Yeah. And they're so cute. They yeah. have, like, little rips in them, and I feel so fashionable. <laughs> and I'm, like, looking and tuck the front of my shirt yeah. into the front. Like I look I'm so- in quarantine, and I'm looking what? good. Yes. And I remember thinking of like maybe some more plus size girls. Cause that would be considered plus size, which mm-hmm. that's what I am right now. Yeah, I'm a plus size fine. girl and that's okay. 
And I remember seeing some plus size girls that dress so stinking cute. And I'm like, how in the world do they look that stinking cute? Because yeah. when I feel like I'm, you know, maybe not my I, perfect weight, I don't dress cute. I dress frumpy. Yeah. And I was like, do you know why? Because they bought the size that fits them. Exactly. It's <laughs> wild too. Like, awesome. You're going to buy this size that doesn't fit you. You're not either going to be able to wear it or you're going to wear it. And guess what? It's not good. Like, it's not going to be cute. No, you're better it's off not getting like something that you. flatters your body. And then most of the time it flatters you and you end up yes. not looking frumpy or bigger yes. than what you think you are. Right. It's not like just because you buy, if you're a size 16 and you buy the 12, it's not like it's magically going to fit great because you willed it into fitting. Right. It doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't. It looks, and then you have all these different things that you're like, what the heck? That's what my body looks like. But so you go from the mentality of, Ooh, that's what I look like in this. What am I thinking yeah. to wearing the true size, size 16 and being like, Oh my gosh, I look so cute. Right. And then that transfers over to being yeah. a freaking happy mom, a good wife. <laughs> it does. Stuff done instead of sitting and dwelling. Because for me, I'm someone who like with OCD mentality too, I'm going to sit and stew and stew and stew. And I'm going to obsess over the fact of like, this looks gross. This looks gross. Oh my gosh, I'm sitting and I can't breathe and it's poking in. When do I get to unbutton this? and yes. hop back into my leggings well I used to go to girls nights and I would under the table I'd unbutton my jeans all yeah. the time and on date night I would we go to the movies and I'm like oh good the lights are down and I would unbutton and unzip my pants <laughs> <laughs> that's just sad and then I'd stand up and be like oh yeah I have to uh, and everyone's like yeah. what happened in this movie yes. Yes, seriously. <laughs> they're watching Josh like wow what's going on here I just gotta get a little frustrated. no no I just got no, no. size of pants yeah just gotta, and I gotta let it air out. Yeah. And that's exactly, it's so crazy. And so like never before would I talk about my size either. Cause that's embarrassing. And now I'm like, I'm a size 16 and I feel really great. Those pants are fitting and they're actually starting to get loose. So, Hey, I'm on my way to a 14. And am I there yet? No, but yeah. will I get there? Yes. And then yeah. will I hopefully get down to a 12? Sure. But if I don't, is that okay? Yes. Because now just like with the food, the number is no restriction like it's not going to bind me anymore. I don't mm -hmm. care what size I am as long as it fits right. And again, I remember people saying these things and being like, nah, uh, you yeah. have to actually still care. There's no way, no way. But again, it's that breaking that, like, I don't care what size I wear as long as it looks yeah. good, feels good. I don't care what I eat as long as I look good, feel good. Or you know, right. not look good, but like, as long as I feel good, that's a different one. That's well, I favorite. think too, like when I've ordered stuff because I'm the same way and sizing can vary and Cody's learned this when he's trying to buy me things he's like why do you wear this and then all of a sudden this comes and it's like right yeah. it's so back and forth anyways and that's I've learned too it was a couple years ago I was listening to a podcast and I heard a girl she's um like a stylist in Nashville and she oh. says there's times where she'll just cut out the tags because that's so she, smart I know and because she's like I've I've worked with people that you know their their PR or whoever their agent will let me know that she's suffered from binge eating or eating disorder so she's like I just I've learned I just start cutting out the tags on them if I'm going to keep it because nobody right. needs to know what size it is and the sizing varies so much and I was like that's incredible and it's so true because looking at so many different people I see how great they look and how confident they feel in the outfit so it's like yes. you know what if I'm going to order a large off of Amazon because that's what the sizing says it's going to fit. And I know like I ordered large shorts the other day and I'm like, you know what? I would rather my shorts, same thing, fit good, have a little yes. like room in them too and feel comfortable yep. in them and be wanting to wear them instead of buying a size small. Cause that's what I think I should be. 
Right. And then them sitting in my closet all the time and me never wearing them and then going into this deep depression of the cycle. Right. Well, and also if they're too tight, are you going to be wanting to play with your kids? Are you going to want to be active? No, you're like, Ooh, I'm sucking everything in. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I still have a pair. I still have a pair with the tags on of pants in my closet that are size four because I was going to get there. You know, when I bought those pants 12 years ago. Yeah. I have never been a size four. These legs Neither are have never I. Gonna was I thinking of buying them? Neither have <laughs> oh, I. Oh, you've never like wore them comfortably? No, they still have the tags on in my oh. closet right now. Like they're yeah. not, what was I thinking that I would ever be a size? I'm five nine. Yeah. And I'm and, not a size four. Yeah. The littlest I ever was, was a size six. And I was itty bitty, you know? Yeah. And that was like, once that wedding was over, I gained 10 pounds pretty quick because it was like, oh, that was not the level at which I'm supposed to stay, you know? Mm-hmm. You point. get to, yeah. And you get to the point where you're older too. And I think you realize like, I'm five, four, I'm not going to get taller. My legs aren't going to get longer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You can't will them into being, being yeah, taller. Like, yeah. I have to work with what I have. And I also think yes. too, I love that you shared. I love, love, love that you shared about your shorts and buying them on Instagram because I know you and I know that was such a huge step for you, but I also yes. <laughs> just love in general that you were willing to speak about that because it's something so true to my heart, clearly. People need to know like it's okay to be happy where you are and it's also okay to want to strive and work on yourself to get better. Yeah, I love that you're you. willing to share that and talk about it because I do. I think people need to to love themselves now, but I also think I don't want people to get complacent and not and that's the balance for right and that's the balance for me is i i'm not where i'm at now i can honestly say this is not this is not comfortable for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just had a baby a couple months ago yeah. this is not where i'm yeah. supposed to be and right. i can honestly say that but am i going to ruin my whole summer by not enjoying the just being okay with where i'm at right now and the progress no mm-hmm. and and I, I had a lot of people message me after that post because they were like oh, i went and bought my size too thank you and i'm like you should why mm. why you're gonna miss the whole summer because who can really lose the 20 or 30 pounds in the next four weeks yeah they can't they would miss the entire summer mm-hmm. you know and, and i'd be so miserable glad. and it wouldn't stay off if they did no it wouldn't because yo-yo dieting always comes back. And that's Mm -hmm. the workbook that I got that I'll let you know. It has you line out all your diets, which there was too many for me to line out, but it says (laughs) you, you do starting weight and end weight. And then you do the bounce back weight of like, what you started your next diet at. And it was always higher every single time, every every single time. Maybe I'd lost back down, but every time I would go up more. Do you know what I mean? And also one of the big things I did recently is I threw away my scale. I no longer have a scale and I'm not weighing myself anymore. That's huge. Good job. That's huge. I'm like, that okay, I'm, done. I'm not weighing myself. And Josh was so good. I said, because when we, when I finally admitted everything that was going on, he was like, what can I, what can I do to be, he's like, I had no idea because usually they don't. We try to keep things like just you and I, especially like, yeah. it's not, we don't want to come across as weak. Quote, right. Weak. Especially to our significant others. Yeah. Yes. Because we want to be strong and confident mm-hmm. and because both of us value confidence very highly. Yeah. And so when I finally talked to him about it, I said, I think one of the things that we can do, he's like, what can I do to help you? What do you need from me? I said, I'd really like to throw away the scale, which he used it often too. And he's like, okay, whatever we need to do. And it was so so great to like have that support. But it was funny because you know how we've always talked about that movie, I Feel Pretty? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) About I'm either, I'm like, 
remember how she's like, oh my gosh, I'm like a Kardashian and one of the Jenners. I'm so good. I like look so good. And really it's this, that she saw herself differently, you know, uh-huh. and it was funny because always in, in the mirror, I saw myself one way and then I see a picture and be like, what the heck? That is uh-huh. not what I look like when I left the house. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, what? Okay. So this is really cool. The, the diet, the dietitian that I was talking to specialized in eating disorders. She said, mm-hmm. that's the bo- that's the mind's way of protecting yourself. For a long time, you had like this overabundance of confidence. And so now it'll do that same thing to you in the mirror. Be like, oh no, we still like, we st- we're still a size four. Yeah, like, we're, we're good. good. Yeah. <laughs> And she said, so a healthy body image is an mm-hmm. accurate body image and is having an accurate body image and being okay with it. And to me, wow, that was mind blowing. Cause I was like, either I'm on this end where I'm mm-hmm. like wearing things that probably shouldn't <laughs> like squeezing into something because oh, in the mirror, it did not look like that. Yeah. You know, like and- I got it on. Right. Or the opposite where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and she said, that's the way the mind's protecting itself by going Mm. to one extreme or the other. And so having a healthy body body image is an accurate view of our body and being okay with it. Yeah. And so I've loved, I've held on to that like quote, because that's been everything for me. That is, that's good. And that's a good way every morning when you like, when you go past a mirror and look at it to embrace, embrace that quote and think about that you and I were not the people who were like, my body is so like, yes, we do that as well. But we, mm-hmm. we have a lot of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of confidence. And yeah. so that, but it was interesting to me to hear that that can also be part of the disordered eating is that your body is protecting, your mind is protecting itself by yeah. showing you a different image. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's than interesting. An accurate image. No, that really is interesting is it's like, it's making up for the fact of like, no one else is telling me I look good. So man, I look good. Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, right. but really it's cause everyone's like, um, you probably should Fred, wear being that size. Let's throw that away. Size 13 yeah. or 14. Yeah. Like, they don't, <laughs> like, Ooh, I look good. And he's like, uh-huh. Yeah. And that's the thing is until we saw a picture, we were like, wait, huh? What? That's not what it looked like when I put it on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh my and gosh. it's and it really is a protection mode. So not all people with disordered eating right. have um, self-esteem issues. Some have an overabundance of confidence. <laughs> and and I think we go back and forth. Like some days yeah. it's like, why? Why does my stomach look like this? Or why? Da, da, da. But mostly we have an overabundance of confidence. Yeah. yeah, you and I are similar where it's like we're either one or the other. Like there's no yes. in between. It's like right. And that's a protection mode of our mind. Interesting, yeah. huh? I was so like, interesting. Oh. we should, so anyways. I would love to talk to your, oh, what is it, a therapeutic amazing. dietitian? Yeah, she's we so great. So she's on. a that dietitian who specializes awesome. in eating disorders and she is amazing. And I'll connect you after, I'll connect you guys via email because she has a great Instagram. She is, amazing. yeah, she's so great. And we did all of our sessions virtually. So what oh, awesome. drove me to her was, ah! oh <laughs> my goodness, he's like, uh-huh, oh, he's sweetie, he's so cute, he's so sweet, was that in the hospital on bed rest, mm-hmm. I had a binge one night and I felt so awful and I'd never felt so alone being in that cold hospital by myself in that bed. I just cried and I felt so physically sick because I'd eaten so I mean, boxes and boxes and boxes of gluten-free cookies and gluten-free treats. And it was so bad. And I just cried and cried through the night. 
And I thought, I cannot, and I have this sweet baby inside of me. I cannot keep doing this to myself. I have a daughter who I need to be an example to. I don't ever want her to hear me say diet ever, you know, and I got on Google and I started looking up binge eating, you know, because I kind of identified that that was what my issue was. Mm -hmm. I typed in binge eating disorder and where I live. And an article came up that was written by her for a local magazine. And I was like, what the heck? What? And so I messaged her and she messaged me right back. And she was like, you know, I I don't live there anymore, but I can do virtual sessions. And they were great. We did FaceTime sessions and she had the best notes for me. And I, it was like the best therapy I've ever done. That's awesome. Love that she does that virtually because so many of us are women and we're moms and we're busy and we don't, unfortunately, we don't take care of ourselves and just going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And working on yourself is kind of a chore. <laughs> it is. And there's not that many and it people shouldn't be. specialize. Right. And I don't think there's that many, not that there's not many medical doctors. There's not, there's just really not a lot of people who specialize in this specific mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. not just like, okay, it's not anorexia. It's not bulimia. It's mm-hmm. just overall. Yeah. She's just, she's like very, she's a registered dietitian. So she's an RD, but she is almost, it's almost like a natural way of healing the mind first. And once you read that book and you see she wasn't any happier, 130 pounds less because she didn't do this first. She didn't fix the mind first. And so working with her was phenomenal and you do have to invest the money. I mean, it's, that gave me what, four sessions. And I was like, okay, that is very well spent. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That's a handful of binges too, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and I can heal my mind and body forever. And honestly, that has been the game changer was acknowledging I had an issue. I had disordered eating, finding help, getting help, following through with the help and, and throwing away the scale, taking all food restriction, like rules away. Like everything Mm -hmm. was okay with food wise. One thing she recommends though, is like having a variety of colors on your plate and a variety of different things. So it's okay if you want to eat pizza, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But try putting two or three other colors on your plate too. And I, I was like, that. yeah. So <laughs> and, spinach and this. Yeah. yeah, she's like, you can have the pizza. I don't care. That's fine. Eat what you want. But yeah. try putting a couple other colors on the plate with it. And I was like, ooh, I like that. Yeah, so, that's good. That simplifies it and makes you think vegetables and taking care of yourself. Do you think that's something? Because I was going to ask too, because like we already spoke about, it's hard being a mom and like, sometimes putting on your oxygen mask and taking care of yourself or treating yourself. Hold up. Have you been loading up on all the snacks lately? Some of them not so good. And now you are feeling it. Or you just don't know what to eat because you don't know what in the hell to make or have time. I feel you. And that's why my go-to tried and true meal is Mountain Ops Ammo. I am busy. I'm trying to take care of my body, my family, my mind, my gut, my overall health, all the things. And Mountain Ops Ammo does just this for me. It's formulated with women in mind. Some of the benefits I love are it's low-carb protein for lean muscle build with 19 grams of protein. It's a meal replacement. It helps support weight loss. It has four and a half servings of real fruit and veggies per serving. So mama knows she's taking care of her body and getting it in. It has 10 grams of cold milled flaxseed, great for fiber and those omega fatty acids. And one of the most important things is it tastes amazing. Some of my favorite flavors are the lemon poppy seed. And right now I'm really loving the chocolate and I mix that with a little bit of my peanut butter powder, blend that up. It hits all the right spots. 
It's amazing to bake with. It's amazing just to drink on its own. And they even have trail packs that are perfect for throwing in your car, your gym bag when you can get back to the gym, or out in your backpack when you're out on the mountain, or just sitting at home like so many of us are right now. I really love that it has those four and a half servings of fruit and vegetables, and that is a lower carb protein drink that tastes good. Mountain Ops has so many incredible supplements that we love in our household. Some of our favorites are the Ignite. We love the Hush Lemonade. It seriously tastes just like a lemon head, plus gives you that boost of energy, and it also just... so refreshing when you're out on the mountain. We love the hot ignite to throw in our packs, the immune sticks, the recovery, the blaze, and their apparel. I am living in that windbreaker right now. What I love even more about this company is they are just good people. A company with core values and a company worth supporting. Not only are their products amazing, but what they do and give back is just as incredible. With each purchase, 2% is given to conservation and they conquer hunger. One meal is prepared for each child in need with each purchase. To shop our favorites and find some of your own, you can shop it at our website at thegritandgracepodcast.com forward slash mountain ops. That's thegritandgracepodcast.com forward slash mtn slash ops. I hope you check it out. Let us know what you love. Now back to the episode. And that was one thing I wanted to ask because for me, did you see I fell in love with a vacuum? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's your new girlfriend, huh? It's my new girlfriend. Um, She's there to help. She's your new sister wife. She's my sister wife. Get ready, Cody. (laughs) Yep. Um, And that was one thing that like I did for myself was getting that vacuum for my sanity. So I definitely think, do you think obviously putting, look at those lines. (laughs) It it did something to me. Oh my gosh. Those lines. Cody was like, you need (laughs) to stop. Yeah. I love it. Um, but that's definitely something you were like, you are so glad that you did for yourself. Oh my the money into that. Some of the things that I've done for myself recently were putting my money into healing. Mm -hmm. And I figured that that was important. I've also done, so I did that therapy and I've done some traditional therapy recently too. Um, because of the postpartum stuff we experienced Mm-hmm. I had severe, like they, I, I went because the anxiety was at an all time high Yeah. and he did the evaluation and it's like mild, mild anxiety, moderate, severe. And it was like severe, you know, Yeah. I'm like, not surprised. And he's like, and I really feel strongly that you have PTSD from what happened as well. Yeah. And, but since I went to him and started doing the therapy, oh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. And I feel way less anxious. And do you know when I feel the anxiety creeping up again? When I start to have images of, I can't believe I left my baby in that NICU and he was in there for hours by himself. I can physically feel the anxiety bubbling and I'm like, stop. He had to be there to survive. I could not, I could not bring him home and let him live. I mean, he wouldn't, I couldn't do that for him. But this guilt as a mom of Mm. you left him in the hospital. I was there every single day with him, every single day. But it's like this weird thing that creeps into mother's minds, especially and makes us feel guilty about everything. Mm -hmm. And the anxiety rises when I fixate on that. Yeah. So really it's like the, not today, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) That's always how I feel. Yes. I I go, yes. Yes. And I'm like, nope. Good. Nope. I I run this ship, not you. Yes. Yes, for sure. And that's what I've been reminding myself. And I even told my son that yesterday when he was feeling very sad, I said, you say out loud, Satan, you're not going to make me feel bad. And he's like, (laughs) okay. And I, you know, I made him say that. And he was like, all right. But it's kind of, 
we just, I don't know whether you're religious or not, there's energy. So I've been drinking like those few fruit infused waters too. Uh-huh. And roses have the highest vibrational frequency I of any love plant. Rose. I do too. I, I used to go to the neighbors, the, the neighbors plant, the apartment, they had uh, rose bushes. And I remember I'd yes. go over and I'd like pick the petals off <laughs> and then I would put water in and I'd like make perfume. And I still love the smell of roses as a little girl. Did you drink it? That's like as girly oh as I got making perfume. Okay. But you're petals. amazing that you did that. And back in those, and now making books about that. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. I was just little mom's like, did you pick petals off the rose bush you're like, But they have the highest vibrational frequency. Yeah, I couldn't resist. I just read, I'm just pulled to a mom. That's well, so and there's funny. a reason why people are pulled to them because roses have the highest vibrational frequency of any other um like plant is what I've read and specifically Bulgarian roses in Bulgaria and so I've gotten this Bulgarian rose rose water and you have to make sure it's not the one with glycerin you have to get just rose water and I've been drinking it and just like the vibrational frequency of being in a place of like abundance mentality over scarcity mentality and higher vibration so again whether you're religious or not it's like just being on a higher level of living do you know what I mean? Yeah. High totally. vibrations are, are generosity, love, kindness, yep. grace. And that includes with ourselves. Yeah. That's hard. And too. that's kind of what I've done over the last year too. And what I did to help me through this, and maybe this will help you or someone else is I went through and I wrote when I'm feeling my best, what are, what are my attributes? What am I doing? Who am I being? What and I so I wrote that. down like when I'm feeling my worst, what am I doing? Who am I being? How am I acting? Mm-hmm. So I could write it down and acknowledge that. But every morning I look at my highest self and who it is, that. and that's being present, reaching out to someone, giving myself grace, um, working out, having me time with myself, my kids, God, my husband. Like, yes, and those are the things that make me me and my highest self. And yes, so maybe that's something that I can't, I'm literally can going to do that in my passion planner today. You Cause you know, I love me in my passion planner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you I still know. have yours? Yeah. But you know what? It actually just, it ran out. So I need to order another one. Yes, you do. Because yeah, I'm going to do that task today. When you we, should. Um, and then try and today. look at it every um, morning just to kind of, okay. and it helps me be like, oh, this is who this I'm going to be. Why. This is who. And then I have that in my head. And I heard this, I think from Ed Milet, his podcast incredible but he looks at who he is and every once in a while he takes a a mental inventory of like okay every hour he's like oh am I being that person am I acting that way am I being who I need to be so that you're kind of just reminding yourself along those lines and there are times throughout the day where I'm like no I'm not being present or distractions but it's a distraction yeah and it's a distraction and it sucks me out of my highest vibe because I'm no longer working on myself my family my business the things that make me me Yes. And the thing for me, the biggest distraction that pulls me down quicker and faster than anything is social media. Mm-hmm. It is, it makes me feel just the vibrational frequency is so low. It makes me feel uh, mm-hmm. like heavy, you know, yeah. I can get on, which is I've set time limits on my phone now. Oh, good. And so I can get on and I can check stuff mm-hmm. and see how everyone's doing and so fun and share a few things. Then that's it. Like I cannot good. stay on yeah. there or I get into this place where it's like, exactly. My, why are you bugging me while I'm looking at other people? Uh, I know. Huh? <laughs> you know what I, mean? Why am I, I know that's the worst yes. when you're just go away. Like I'm watching right. someone else's life and someone else's family. It's just, yes. it's, just it's so disgusting when you so think about disgusting. it, really. That's why, honestly, if I, 
I will tell you that the past, <laughs> since this happened, it gave me the, gave me the freedom to be like, bye for a couple months. Oh, mm-hmm. it was amazing. It was amazing, so but I did feel bad state. because I know so many people were like wondering what was going on. And so I, I have tried to like get back on and share some things and update mm-hmm. and do some things. And as a blogger, you have to, cause yeah, that's part of, your, part of the job. How, yes. But going away and coming back has given me a newfound like Good. I'll delete it. Like I deleted it for three days this last week because I was like, it's yeah. hard if it's on there. So yeah. I'll just delete it for a couple of days and be like, hey, we got this weekend. Let's do this weekend and not post. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so I think it's recognizing that and I'll do that too, where I, that mental inventory comes back in, right? Where I'm like, oh, oh, my God. oh it's starting to like, I'm, I can, and I can seriously, it's almost like watching the meter go down. I can just feel yes. it draining me. And that's when I'm like, oh, I'm getting off. That's exactly, that's exactly mm-hmm. how it feels for me. You can see the meter going down. You're like living my, le- like living my best life versus, ugh, I'm just totally pulling myself down. Even after a good workout, if you're on social uh-huh. media for too long, it can literally do that. Yeah. I've really had to start looking at it as a tool, but I'm the same way. <laughs> I don't uh, like, I will hire someone else to do all my social media when I can. Cause I it does, it doesn't spark joy for me. And it's, yeah. it's too easy to not just get on and post. And well, then get I've, off. Yes, it's too hard. Well, I've learned that even as a blogger, there's no need that I, and I haven't posted, if you've noticed, I haven't posted a single food pic since I came back. In fact, I posted two photos since the beginning of the year and it's been what, five months? Yeah. Because I refuse. Coming back, I have a different mentality of social media and I Mm -hmm. refuse to post just to post. So when I, the first food pic I post will be this is something that's working for us during the quarantine. This is something that my family and I are loving and I wanted to share it. Exactly. This is something not, okay, here's this recipe. Go check it out. But yep, totally. No, I'm done. I'm done with that. Good. You should be. And that's how I feel. And that's kind of why I, I was so drawn to podcasts too, because I don't want to be someone and it's fine if that's your business plan and whatever, but the people that are just, that's what they do that's where they're throwing it all out there. I get it. That's a business for them, but I'm just going to say it. Like you're taking away people's time. You're taking right. away people's time from their kids because unless they really have the like the mental ca- capability to not be sucked into it and have it be an obsession, guess what? Someone shooing away their kids are do. doing that. They yeah, don't. Most people don't. And that's most women love- are looking at this with like lusting eyes. Yeah. Why is her life better than mine? Why are exactly. her clothes better than mine? And Why is not. her body better than mine? Yeah. This is not good. Why is she a better mom? Well, she's, it's not that she's a better mom. She's doing the same thing you're doing, but she's just, it's it, turning the tables a little bit. She's yeah. shooing her kids away too, you know? She, yeah. Or she's got someone helping her and it's a business right. and that's what she's doing. Sure. But like, it's, I don't know. There's too many blinders and too much smoke and mirrors, I think, for people to realize that. I and love that word. It is. It's smoke and mirrors. It is. Yeah. And there's a time and a place for it, but when it's becoming an addiction, that's a problem. Well, and I think once you take it off, you know it's an addiction when you go to grab it and you're like, oh, oh, that's what I did. Uh-huh. When I took it, it off, is. I realized how addicted I was. Yeah. Yes. And so now I'm still sharing stuff on stories once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I'll share a little bit. Usually what happens is I share a few things one day and then I don't share anything for three days and then I share some stuff and then I don't share anything for four days or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I'm finding works best for me. And then as far as posting, I feel like to keep it up with the like businesses who I work with throughout the year that still want that interaction. Although let Mm -hmm. me tell you what, my engagement has been better than it's ever been. Really? 
when I do post, the stories are higher than they've ever been because they know the story that's being posted has value enough that I'm taking my time and your time to share it. Mm -hmm. That's how I am. I'm like, I'm not gonna, why don't you post? If I go to post something, I'm like, is this going to like inspire, educate, inform, give someone like a good laugh or something? Then I'm not going to, going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's a waste of my time and somebody else's. Right. I totally agree. And that's, that's, and some of my favorite, most perfect moments out of the day, those are not the ones being shared anymore because there's not a phone around. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, for example, that pie that I posted yesterday, that was so good. And so I wanted people to see how delicious it was and that they could make it themselves because people are baking. But I, I threw in that little and I dressed it with the wildflowers that we picked yes. from our walk. But yeah. I didn't film my kids picking the wildflowers on the walk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. That would have taken away from the moment. Exactly. I don't want to see and it through so, the phone. I want to see it through my own eyes. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's kind of just been the fun the fun of being very intentional with what we share. Mm -hmm. I agree. What a movie or a book wreck that's gotten you through quarantine that you've been enjoying anything? Well, that book that I said, it was me all along was Mm -hmm. very, very good. I loved that one. I'm also reading, (laughs) I'm reading bringing up Bebe and French women don't get fat. And it's the same mentality. French women don't get fat because they eat everything, butter, cheese, la la la. And their food's so much better there too. Okay. And so that's what in that book she talked about when she went to Italy, when you eat, think about a charcuterie board, when you put together charcuterie board, how much of that do you actually eat? Very, very little because the cheese, if you don't use American cheese, if you use real like French cheese or like a Parmesan, you can only have a tiny bit before you're like, Ooh, that was Uh rich and delicious. Yeah. Now, if you put cheddar cheese squares on there, you'll eat all 10 cheddar cheese squares. And she talked about that. She said, the, the way we produce things here in the U.S. are different. And if you're mm-hmm. eating real cheese, like real Parmigiano or like real Gouda or something, you only have a little bit, yeah. you know? And so, so French women don't get fat. I love that book. It's very interesting to like hear about just the different mentality. So I'm reading those yeah. books right now. Still so you're just obviously in the healing mode. <laughs> yeah. Working on anything. Do you still sit down at night and try and watch like one TV show to unwind? Oh my gosh. Yes. Every night when Josh and I put the kids to bed, we watch Big Bang Theory, which always reminds me <sighs> of you, by the way. <laughs> my favorite. I know. I know. I love it. It's not streamed anywhere. So we have all the DVDs like old mm-hmm. school and it yeah. feels good to like get the DVD out and put it in. And totally. when you binge watched five, you're required to get up and move the disc. I know <laughs> so I know. much. I have, um, seasons one through, I think seven on discs and then the rest on Amazon prime. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But then there's times where like, that's just my happy mode. Oh, I but same thing. Theory. We only have we only have a DVD player downstairs by our one TV. So I'm like, if I want to yes. watch the other one and like hang out in my room, because that's kind of like where Cody and I will hang yeah. out at night or whatever. And yes, I'm like oh, I have to go get the DVD player. But it is, and that's what I take camping with me is yeah. in my in my laptop bag. So I'll take the laptop with to just to like watch if it's raining or whatever upstairs, and the boys can watch something downstairs. Yes, is Big Bang because it's, it's so my good. feel good. It's a feel-good show. It's like Friends, but I've seen Friends so many times now that yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Josh is obsessed with The Office still. So if I'm not there, he watches The Office. But if we're together, we always watch Big Bang Theory, and we've been watching The Goldbergs too, which is pretty funny. Mom and Dad said Goldbergs is funny. 
Yeah. And then on my own. So like if I have a minute by myself, which is not very often, but like once in a (laughs) while, five kids with five, no, it's almost never, but once in a while during nap time, my two-year-old naps and I'll be holding the baby, like snuggling him and he's asleep in my arms and the older three need a mental break too. And so they're Mm -hmm. doing their, we actually moved our online school time to during nap time because we're, that's when mm. the screens are on. Yeah. Cause really a lot of the things they ask them to do are games, even though it's a math game, it's still a game. Yeah. And so while they're doing that, I'll be like, okay, I can watch a little show. Yeah. And I've been, wa- I love this is us. So I restarted this is us because oh. I'm obsessed with that show. And then, um, this is us an American housewife. It's so funny. I started I it and then I didn't, I didn't finish it. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's like, like one episode. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's funny. So yeah, yeah, that one's good. And then I, I really like Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That's a new one. Oh yeah, what one's that on? That one's just on Hulu where she like can Hulu. hear people's thoughts through song. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's interesting. But yeah, those are some of the ones. There's always the classics. I always go back to, like if I need a good show, I always go back to um parenthood Parenthood. yeah we haven't started that yet i haven't done like i can't i just can't do like a sad show yeah yeah you know but blue bloods is also very good but that's a serious show see josh doesn't like those either he's like comedy all the time and i like comedy too but also like i think it it provides richness and and kind of like like relatable yeah i guess i shouldn't say that because over here i'm like sons of anarchy like yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. most <laughs> can be really dark and yeah well, i don't know why it's, I, I know it's, it's different hard. i don't know what it says about me but i really like like lawyer shows or like crime like deep okay you need to watch blue blood yeah but i want it to be like really dark oh because blue bloods is like tom a little Selleck more light so hearted, i like yeah. have a crush on him tom hell tom Selleck. and then and then like they have their family dinners you know and yeah yeah, yeah. i love blue bloods yeah tom Selleck, he's gotten really good with age i know he's so cute and he's just so sweet you're like oh <laughs> so funny i love it so yeah those are the things that i've been liking awesome. but really we've been reading a lot of little critter <laughs> I love Little Critter books. What are you reading right now? Um, Little Critter. What are Little you watching? Critter. Daniel Tiger. <laughs> Daniel Tiger. I've watched lots of Umizoomi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I like Umizoomi because I don't feel so bad because they're learning math. You're learning shapes. Oh. Super shapes. I know. Yeah. And River sings it so cute too. He's just, he, yes. he built it and he's got a good little voice every once in a while and he like hits it really I high. I believe it because Cooper has a good voice. He's a little country twang. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's funny when they sing the songs they learn. Mm -hmm. Because that will, when some, when I, someone says they're sick or not feeling well, Vin will go, when you're sick, rest (laughs) is best, rest is best. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. I know it is funny what they learn. You're like, all righty then. Yeah. So weird. weird and I know they're going to be opening up stuff this Friday and so I feel like in four weeks we'll be really indicative of how that went I agree I Let's think it's gonna it yeah I'm like um but, is this too soon are we gonna get shot back into what we just worked so hard for right in the middle of July how have you been keeping them busy we've been staying so we bought a bunch of DIY stuff be, or well I should say I'm not good at DIY I'm BIY remember buy it yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so on Amazon I bought a bunch of cool kits like bath fizzy kit oh yeah lip gloss kit 
we've had science kits and slime kits slime kits yes we did a lot of those things and those they loved so we did we've been keeping busy with all of that and then we got an origami set and then that was at the beginning because really you thought oh this is gonna be two weeks and now Mm -hmm. it's like week five and i'm like okay just go play outside like a kid i don't even we're not gonna do any crafts anymore just go play outside (laughs) yeah i feel like we've kind of hit like summer mode where the first yes. couple weeks are like, woohoo, and then you're just like, okay, we're playing outside, we're doing the things, and maybe every once in a while we'll bake a cake or do something. But right now it's like, learn to yes. play and get along, and this is how kids used to play. That's exactly where we're at. I was thinking of all these ways to like keep them excited, and da, da, da. and now I'm like, no, go play outside. Yeah. I didn't go to my friends a ton when I was growing up. We, we played outside. Yeah. You have built-in friends. They're called siblings. <laughs> yes, yes, and we played outside, and then when we weren't outside, we were doing something inside that was creative and fun and that's it. So figure it out. You don't or need do your chores. Anymore. Yeah. Or do your chores, which they haven't done yeah. today. So maybe that's why we need um, to do that first. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's so funny. Awesome. Yeah. We try to do one special night per kid a month. So like they get to stay up an hour past everybody else mm. and do like mm-hmm. a game with mom or dad or like a movie or something like that. So that's it ends fun. up being like once a week when you have, we have five, but really only the other three do it. The, yeah. the little two don't do it. Yeah. So it ends up being almost once a week by the mm. time you're, you know, that's but funny. that's fine. I'm like once a week to have one kid stay up late. So they feel like they get that one-on-one time. That's good. Yeah. That's a good idea to do one-on-one time like that. Cause it's kind of hard to do that during the day. So that's a good idea. I like that. So hard during the day. There's no one-on-one time. Except for Rivers is like on his own little thing. Yeah. Um, we've, they've had lots of, can we have a sleepover downstairs? Can we build a fort? And I'm just at that point where I'm like, I don't care. Yes. Remember that video? Except for I'm like that video. A hundred percent where you were like, so the mom's like, yeah, I don't care what I said. Cause I'm that way. Like an hour before I'm like, no, we're not building a fort. No, we're not doing Play-Doh. And then I'm just like, I don't care. Yep. That's fine. But you said, I don't care what I said. Yes. And that's exactly, exactly what it is. Like finally, but the fort thing is hard because we don't have two couches. We have one oh. and it's like our main couch. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, you can build the fort and you have nowhere to sit. Yeah. And we have nowhere to sit. And then when it looks like a tornado came through, it's like, <laughs> you can build all you want in the hall and in your rooms. Yeah. See, that's nice. At least our like family room is downstairs. And I have that gate, so I'm just like, Meh. and nobody knows what happens. To and no one knows, and no one's coming over anyways at this point. So whatever. No, no but yeah. for us, like, we don't have any place to sit. So I'm like, okay. yeah, that makes it hard. We did do Lego Wars, like that, or Lego Masters. Yeah, we did that we once a that. week. We would lay a blanket out and we'd order pizza or like oh, have fun. dinner and we'd watch mm-hmm. that show. And still, once a week, we try to do a movie and a picnic, family room yeah. picnic. Yeah, so we've been we trying to do that too, where we order in, support somewhere local, and then yes, once a week have we like do that. a family night. Well, do you want to hit on your blog or anything? Just if you're at, you know, if you're at home baking and trying out new recipes, now's a good time. We have lots of fun recipes over on the website. It's this vivacious life, and whether you're gluten free or not, you can easily adapt them. You know, like For our sure. banana black bottom pie that we just made. You could just use. Um, regular chocolate cookies instead of gluten-free chocolate cookies and then we show you how to make things that maybe you've never thought that you'd want to learn how to make like homemade pudding did you know you make can make pudding from scratch and it tastes so much better than the box it's always your favorite it's my favorite it's so good people are like what homemade pudding no but it's the easiest thing ever and it's a world of difference in the flavor so something to do with the kids yeah like dirt cups with your homemade pudding 
Yes, because you can do all kinds. You can do chocolate, you can do vanilla, all different flavors. And we do have some fun little, you know, party and entertaining things on there that you could kind of scale down to do with your family, yeah. you know? Yeah. But really just a lot of fun recipes. We have lots of great instant pot recipes. If you want a 10-minute dinner, literally 10 minutes, mm. 15 minutes from start to finish, 10 minute, like it cooks for three minutes. It's in our instant pot mac and cheese. And we say. just cut up some of those yummy... Um, Hot dogs? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, really, like the the Kirkland, the, the Costco ones that aren't totally bad, and we yeah. slice them in, and the kids think it's the best dinner ever. You know, that's what Cody's like. Can we have mac and cheese with the hot dogs? I'm like, how old are yeah. you? I know, huh? <laughs> I'm like, I'll scoop mine out before I get the hot dogs because I don't like hot dogs. I yeah. ate too many as a kid <laughs> under the couch because yeah. they were two weeks yeah. old. Yep. Um, exactly. It made me think of you too because all of a sudden I have this smell in my pantry, and I'm like, <laughs> Cody and I are both like, Cody's like, what died in the pantry? I'm like, I have no idea. And both of us were like, Rivers, what'd you hide in the pantry? <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably something unopened that he'd started eating, yeah. and then it was just left there. I know. Yeah, I, I gotta go investigate. Because <laughs> I found carrots under his pillow. Like he's just saving a carrot oh for gosh. later under his pillow. He he had yes. only, all the string cheese were gone, but then yet oh. Rivers' little bum was like hanging in the fridge and like reaches towards the back, <laughs> and he's got like three just hidden in the back. He'd, ha- he'd hidden them smart. He, he's he like, knew. Oh, we'll ever know where these uh-huh. are. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I appreciate it. It was super funny. So I got to figure out what awesome. Rivers hid in the pantry. What did he hide in the pantry? Probably a hot dog or a slice of turkey or something that's gonna. I know. I know we found the animal cup like an old the Costco oh. has the organic animals now and it was like half drink I was like oh my Ew. goodness and like, Kids, the, like seriously they're gross they're gross there's stuff I mean there's stuff everywhere all the time all the time I'm like if you think your home is and the other day okay so dad and mom bought us the cute little um colored plates did they get those for you guys yes and we love them but I was like now I am them. literally a lunch lady Okay, because they have the trays. Yes, I looked around. (laughs) They're plastic trays. All the kids in their different colors of plastic plate trays, and I said, "I am literally running a freaking daycare." (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. So our parents shipped us like plastic trays that look like lunch trays, and when I got them, the kids were so ecstatic. But it was just a couple weeks into quarantine, right? And yes. so I was like, oh, I, I literally am running a school, a lunchroom. Yes. No, and that's what it felt everyone like to me. I looked around off. and I was like, everyone has, I call turquoise. That's the one every time, the turquoise. No, it is no one wants color, orange. Though. No one wants orange. They oh, all want turquoise. turquoise. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know what? We're, we're rotating. You got turquoise yesterday. <laughs> I know. It's so that's, funny. It is funny, but I look at those trays and I'm like, okay, this looks like, well, and we have enough kids now, you know, we've got five now (laughs) that when Josh comes in during lunchtime and he smiles at me, I'm like, look, it's a daycare. It is, especially (laughs) with your kids. That's so funny. Everybody roll out their mat for nap time. So funny. We're going to lower the lights. I love, I love the (laughs) So you're wanting to build your own website or blog. Congrats. That's amazing. Take it from me though, from lots of errors. I jumped from platform to platform to platform. Just do it right. Get a host. Do it with WordPress. Or you already have one, but you're looking for a new affordable host that also comes highly recommended from top SEO experts. I have the host for you. 
Cloudways. This is the host we use for our website, blog, podcast, and the host we use for our clients as well. It comes highly recommended by some of the top SEO experts in the blogging community for its ease and load times. Cloudways gives you the user freedom to scale and add members with ease. You can choose the provider you want to work with like Amazon Web Services, DigitalOcean, Vulture, Google Cloud Platform, just to name a few really. Cloudways is hosting made simple, fast, and convenient. Simplicity and choice. Worry-free experience. You have control over your application and servers. Performance that scales seriously. Experience enhanced load times for your apps and your website. Like I said, the SEO experts are going crazy for this. And it has transparent pricing. There's seriously pricing plans that work for everyone, whether you're just getting started or you're looking to host something big. Getting started is easy and switching from an existing host is just as easy. To get started, go to thegreatandgracepodcast.com forward slash cloudways. That's thegreatandgracepodcast.com forward slash C-L-O-U-D-W-A-Y-S. Now back to the show. I love being a boy mom. It's not for I'm the faint of heart. Mom too. I mean, yeah, you are. Mom, yeah. One yeah. Girl. And Lucy. And Lucy's, <laughs> yeah. she's tough. So girly. She's so girly. She's so cute. I love her. Yeah. I'm we glad we got to do this. The other day. Me too. We watched a movie the other day. No, we were watching our wedding video and she was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and she was crying. No. Watching our wedding video. I oh. Was like, oh, Josh, we're in trouble. <laughs> you. Like, she was like on the edge of her seat like this <laughs> the whole time. Just like this is the fairy tale. Like this is the fairy tale, and like mom and dad. And the other night we were at dinner, and she goes, "Dad, tell us about the first time that you met mom." Oh my gosh! Like he's all, uh, (laughs) (laughs) funny. No, 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 no. What she said was, "Tell us when you knew that you were gonna marry mom." That's what she said. Wow. You're yes. like, yeah, let's hear about that. Have we discussed I, that? That's well, so funny. I didn't. Of course, he was like, well, you know, I just, I just knew. I'm like, oh, come on. They're <laughs> like, I want, we want the juice. You and Lucy listening intently. Why? Yeah, come on. She wants to hear it. That's so yeah. cute. Aww. She's such a girl. I'm so glad we got to yeah. do this too. I Me love too. chatting with you. I miss you. I could chat with you all day. Obviously, we need to chat again. We need to figure it out. It's just schedule. I have like, I've realized I can't have an on the dot schedule. I just have to have like a routine and a to do list and just try and get it done, which is hard for me. (laughs) But I've I've adapted because if not, I am just a complete Grinch. Grinch? Well, that's the thing is, if we're not adaptable at this time in our lives right now, then it's going to be every day is going to be let down. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. So I've just started. We've started going on walks in the morning because mm-hmm. it's too hot. And then I ride my bike or whatever and they play and it's crazy. And then after lunch, things start to, because we were doing yeah. their school in the morning, but I was just so annoyed because these little ones are running around while the big kids are trying to do their school. And it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then come quiet time, they're wanting to move and be, and you know, Yeah. so I've just decided, no, quiet time is a good time for them to do their screen. But have you seen that thing where it's like quarantine birthday and it's like, <laughs> yeah and you know what that's off of that's another one of my favorite shows is narcos oh i haven't seen that okay so good um you'd probably have to watch it on whatever that app that you guys oh, have Angel. uh-huh but it's so good and it's it's um pablo escobar <laughs> okay <laughs> and he is hands down one of my favorite characters okay 
I just like so. I love I love a good actor and one that just like brings this character like and Cody's like you yes Pablo. oh my gosh like you I know Pablo. he's not a good person but as an actor I live for just the yeah. way he brings this character out and so then when I saw that for like April birthdays or whatever during quarantine I was yes. like yes because he, he plays true. with his belt like oh he's just got this energy okay I'll have so to, then when I'll I saw that meme it. It, yes Narcos is really good where he has like probably the like it yes okay. and the mustache and and that leather belt yes yeah, and i'll socks. have to look into it i know josh is like what do you want to do for your birthday i'm like um go on a walk yeah. and a ride he's like wow a ride and a walk <laughs> i was like what else am i supposed to do i know that's cody's like what do you want to do and i'm like and but yet again like the perfect birthday to me every year is just anyway. sushi and in bed <laughs> watching a show so <laughs> didn't really change so i got my sushi and yeah, time with my family. I'm like, that's all I oh, want. Oh, I'm so glad. I know. How old are you now? How, what, how? 31. We're, how, we're four years oh my apart. gosh. That is so crazy that we're both in our 30s. Yeah. And I'm hitting that number 35 this year. I know. I'm Cody's hitting that to too. Because you and oh, Cody yeah, we're are the same. same age. Yeah. And I, I, on him, and we've talked about this, like, um, a seasoned man. I love that he's like 35. Yes. I love that he's closer to 40. Women, it's just not the same. No, I think so. I think I'm getting better with age. Okay, good. I, well, I can see. So yes, are you. I, thank you. I'm like, I don't know. I guess we're getting better as far as like getting, getting smarter and therefore probably looking better, but it's just different. Like, I mean, I look at, I don't know though. I don't know. Whatever. I was dying because last night on American Housewife, the mom changed her ringtone to turn down for what? And so it rang and she's in the kitchen and she has the talent. She starts like doing this dance and the kids go, oh my gosh, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? And the mom's like, this is the best decision I ever made. <laughs> and so every time she only said it to spam calls. So it's like, turn down for what? And she's, you know, and the little girl was being naughty and her friend's like, have you tried public shaming? She's like, I didn't even think about that. So she shows up in the hall and she has this little microphone and she's in the hall and the little girl's in her class. She, well, she's like fourth grade or whatever. Yeah. And she won't listen to her mom. And she can, she's in her class and all of a sudden she hears, turn down for what? Really silent. And she goes, and she walks out to the hall and her mom's got the towel, the kitchen towel again. She's doing this. She goes, when everybody leaves their classes, this will be me here doing this if you don't change your attitude. And she's I like, well, I'll turn it, it off. I'll do whatever you say. And she goes, I have this hold over you forever. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh. Because that's, you know, I love that song. Uh, so me that too. And then like mom was doing our moves and I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, yes. I can relate more to the mom now than the teenager. Right? I know. Yeah, so. I love it. <laughs> Well, I'm so glad I got to talk to you. It's so fun to like visit and stuff. And hey, I got nappy in. Oh, perfect. Look at us. See all the fun things. I do. I appreciate you being willing to come on and even during all this time and with the kids and everything. I appreciate it. So thanks for letting me come on. I'm I'm so excited for you for your new podcast. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. And follow us on Instagram at Grit and Grace Podcast. Can't wait to check in next week.